podcasting but i got out of it because everybody and their mother has podcasts ever since i stopped podcasting i've moved out i moved back into my parents house i'm in my parents basement and i'm doing a podcast i'm also a struggling comedian so you know a struggling comedian doing a podcast from his parents basement it's like unheard of it's no one's ever done it yeah 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 no, it's, it's it's crazy so i feel like i feel like i'm a pioneer i'm a trailblazer <laughs> That was a good oh, one. what's up? What's up, guys? We are live. Welcome to Underground America Live, a show that brings you the best of the West. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and with me tonight, celebrating our Irish Catholic invasion of St. Patty's Day, is Carl Lamb from Murder the Media's Important Business Meeting. What's up, Carl? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing today, Sam? Oh, good, good, good. Did you like that intro? Yeah. I loved it. Uh, you like to praise the Lord like that guy? Is very inspirational. I'm. Uh, I feel compelled to go proselytize right now. Do you? Do you have a? Do you have moves like that? No, uh, I have the. I have the weight down that he has. Okay. Ah, no, you're uh, not. You're not that heavy. That guy. <laughs> but, that guy was heavy. That guy. That guy had a sign like begging, like he's homeless, and he's so big. It's like, well, you're not starving. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> I, that's what I've. That's what I've noticed. A lot of these. Uh, a lot of these impoverished people are quite big yes yes the they, really are. they really are guys we have a great show for you tonight make sure if you are listening on youtube facebook rumble murder the media on rumble uh you can comment down below uh, underground america tell us where you're from uh we have a question tonight are you irish are you catholic or are you both and the only thing that is better than being irish is being irish catholic correct amen and, uh you are uh you're, you're irish catholic right oh yeah 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 yeah, most people think that I'm a that that I'm just you know full Italian, full Dago, but uh, I thought that until quite recently as well. Yeah, yeah, my my mother is full blooded Irish, and St. Patrick's Day is one of my uh, my favorite favorite holidays. Same so, here. It's great. It's great. You can't you can't go wrong with it. You know, you can't go wrong. There's but a lot of people. So this is we're we're gonna we're gonna get. We're going to go deep. That's what we do on Underground America. We go deep. A lot of people, especially in the States, I don't think that they know the real reason why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Right. And there's a lot of confusion around St. Patrick himself. Yes. There's yeah. been a rumor going around the past couple of years that um, St. Patrick is a saint in name only and that he was never officially canonized by the Catholic Church. But that's false. He's a, He is a real saint. Yes. He's a real saint who lived, and he is the apostle of Ireland, or the uh, patron saint of Ireland. Patron saint, yes, yeah, yeah. patron saint of Ireland. Um, yeah, but, you know that's that's the thing. It's um, there, there's a lot of stuff that goes around about um religious figures, especially Saint Patrick. I remember there was something going around years ago, and they were saying, you know, well, green isn't the official color color of Ireland. Ireland, it's blue. And Saint Patrick didn't drive out the snakes. There was no snakes in Ireland. They, they're not. They don't live there because of the climate. Oh, you guys are a bunch of, you know, you, you know, like we're a bunch of like medieval, uh, yeah, you know, superstitious morons. 
And there are snakes in England. Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's well, not also, too you know far of a a drive far, to far, say that. Yeah, it, and and also I always took it as symbolic, um, as uh, just just like I don't take the Bible one hundred percent literal. You know what I'm saying? It, well, because there are parables in there. Yeah, right, exactly. And and I always looked at it as yeah, uh, St. Patrick drove out the snakes from Ireland, and he drove out the evil. He drove out the pagans. He drove out the demons. You know, right. by, by bringing Christianity to the island, an island where he was a slave. He was enslaved by the Irish. He wasn't even Irish. He was he was yeah. British, but um, the you know the people accepted him as one of their own, and and he converted the whole uh, he converted the whole island. So, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, man, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's like, come on, guys. I, I even saw something in the History Channel yesterday. It was like, oh, like top ten facts you didn't know about Saint Patrick. Did you know he's not really a saint? Yeah. Oh, because when. Their their argument there is that when he died, the church had no structure to canonize saints. And but that's, but that's not true. They did. They did. They have, did. Yeah. And it, it's just not. It's different than it is now. It's been revised and reformed. Yeah. But but also, they're like, oh, when when he died, there was no there was nothing in place. Well, there are saints that are canonized hundreds of years after they've passed. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's it's one of those things. It's like I, I think it's just people. Um, I think one, it's jealousy. I think two, they they just undermine it. Um, I know a lot of people that they'll do anything to undermine Catholicism, to undermine Christianity because they grew up in it and they're just yeah. Bitter. It's yeah. it's it's one of those things. Um, and yeah, he he absolutely was a saint. He absolutely was canonized back then. Um, and 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 even though and even and even if not back then, the, the church recognizes it now the church recognizes him as an official saint mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 um it's one of those things and i think we grew up in a time where saint john paul ii is baptized or not baptized canonized yeah during during our time like we were alive for his papacy oh yeah and then we saw him get canonized a saint and i think a lot of us just take that for granted because it doesn't always happen that way it happens you know decades hundreds of could happen hundreds of years after your death that you get canonized exactly i mean uh the founder of the knights of columbus father michael mcgivney mm -hmm. he's in the on the last stage he's a blessed currently uh the, the step before full canonization but he's been he's been dead since i believe the 1880s so yeah, it's a process, and I have, a, I, I, I have a prayer card with him on it somewhere, and it's a, it's yeah? a prayer card to pray for his canonization. Right, right. Uh, there's a there's a big movement. I mean, the Knights of Columbus are always campa campaigning for his sainthood. Yeah, but um, yeah, I know what you say about uh, people being bitter towards the Catholic Church. I, I get it from a lot of you know raised Catholics. Will be like cradle Catholics. Yeah, we're both yeah, we're both cradle Catholics. We are. We both yeah. we're both cradle Catholics, and there have been a lot of people who have you know, just rejected it. But the thing is about the church, it's a party that's ever, that everyone's invited to. You just got to show up and you got to, yeah. it's your choice. You know, it's, it literally is like a real big temper tantrum, man. These people out there that are just like, Oh, well, how do you do this? How do you do that? What, what do you, you explain this? Why are there dinosaurs in the Bible? And it's like, Dude, like you just let it go. Like yeah. there's so many. Like we we know a guy like that, our buddy Sean that we that we do comedy with. Uh, right. He he's like that, and he just goes off. And you can't. He asks you 50 questions in a row, and you try to answer them, and he doesn't even give you room to answer. And it's like, dude, just do you want to vent right now? Are you sad? Yeah. 
where you well, said, yeah. do you want to have a conversation with me about this? Or do you just want to, do you just want to, do you just want to cry? Do you just want to get your feelings out? And I think that's what it is. It's just people. Well, get yeah. Mad. Last time yeah. I was talking with him, he didn't, he thought I was just a recently converted. So he was talking to me. He's like, he's like, look, I grew up and I've been raised <laughs> in the church. And I'm like, so have I, you're, you're a bit older than me. So you've maybe yeah. been in a few longest, but I was baptized as a baby Catholic raised my whole life. Yeah, and I was talking to him, and I used some term, a very common Catholic term. I think I use uh, encyclical, and he's like, "What the hell is an encyclical? <laughs> what is that? What is that? Like one of those bikes that you ride at the at the uh, you know club fitness? <laughs> is that like a rowing machine?" <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, no, it's it's a it's a papal letter. If you really, if you're gonna try to uh, debunk Catholicism, you might want to know what you're talking about. You might want to know what a, a, a an encyclical or an ecumenical council is. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't. They, they don't at all, and it's uh, it's crazy. But but you got to take their word for it, Carl. Right. They grew right. up with this, you know? They, yeah, they, they... Man, you know... Dude, a got... nun was mean to me at my Catholic school one time. Right, so I know. I know what an ecumenical council is. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's... Gosh, it's just... It's so... It's so crazy, the depth that people miss out on. And I think that a lot of... Uh, it's... Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, the people that they, they they think they're so deep, but they're not. I was talking with this uh, about this with Ville, and it's just uh, it's just tip of the iceberg. We gotta we gotta uh, actually speaking of Ville, he just commented on Rumble. He said, "What's the funniest thing that ever happened to you as a Catholic, Carl, Sam, CK, who's also watching with us? Hi, CK. Funniest uh, thing that happened to me as a Catholic. As a Catholic, yeah. So before I moved to St. Louis. Uh, my family briefly lived in Omaha, Nebraska, and okay. the, the public schools there are terrible. So we went to Catholic grade school, and I had all of my Goosebumps books, you know, horror novels, uh -huh. conf confiscated by one of the sisters, <laughs> <laughs> and I got caught trying to steal them back. Oh boy! Yeah, it was it was a it was a big. It's a big scandal in my fourth grade class, you know, Sister Mary's fourth grade class. Yeah, I, I, I've never actually been taught by nuns. I've never, really? I've never, I never had nuns. The, the parish that I was a part of, because there's so many parishes here in St. Louis, there was a That's lot true. of people yeah. teaching. I don't know what the funniest thing that ever happened to me as a Catholic, though. Uh, there, I, we, we had one guy in in Mass, and he was, he was actually, he lived in the neighborhood. And he would just go overboard with the singing. Oh, like any like any hymns, any song. And I remember like me and my friends, like if he was at if we were sitting by one another and he was singing, I mean, it was just over the top. It, you, you like God, God had to be laughing, like you know, yeah. Greg, chill, chill, chill down, chill out there. You know, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Well, actually, a couple weeks ago at my home parish, St. Clair. They have uh, their uh, baptismal font right outside the sanctuary, and yeah. they have like the the bowl on the podium, but they also have like a pool. Yeah, and it's flush with the ground. I swear, I almost walked right into the baptismal pool because <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> like, who spilled their drink right here? God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I almost, I almost walked right into it. And... Did you do it with like an Irish drunken stupor, like? Oh, somebody spilled their whiskey. <laughs> well, I was I was leaving church after uh, praying the rosary, so I was on the kneeler. So I was a little wibbly wobbly already. 
<laughs> and almost took a, uh, an, an, almost got rebaptized. That, those are, you know, Catholics, Catholics, it's like doing burpees throughout mass. <laughs> like when you're standing, especially in a traditional Latin mass. It's good we, cardio. That's another, really, that's another uh, plus for Catholicism. It really, just, it really is, man. You're not really just sitting, is. drinking coffee in your, uh, your Presbyterian pew. You're up and down. And, you gotta, you gotta stay fit to fight off Satan. We got, so, uh, we got CK on rumble. He says, uh, to me, the funniest thing that ever happened to him as a Catholic, he says, got spoken to by my son's school nun about an unmask the kids sign on my car, picking up the kids. That was funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, you know, I, I hope he didn't laugh in the nun's face, but on the same token, like, I hope you explain to her. Uh, yeah. That, that hey yeah unmask the kids this is this is evil this is not this is uh and when i say evil i don't mean that you know you're you're, you're sending the kids to hell but uh yeah you're, you're stunting their breathing and uh it's, and it's also for nothing, for nothing there are there are kids now who feel more comfortable with the mask they they don't have the confidence to show their face as yeah. much as they did way to way to go way to go yeah. there you know way to go there uh all of our leaders and government. Uh, Ville nominally says, how many sisters does it take to scar, to scar a child? None. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh, we got, uh, we got Fatenzo or Fatenzo. Eh, I'm going to go with Fatenzo. Cradle Catholic here. Do you guys ever attend traditional Latin mass? If not, do yourselves a favor and check one out. Great place for extremists. Uh, I, I attend Latin Mass. In, uh, I, yeah. I haven't been to one in St. Louis, but I went to one in the Washington, D.C. area about 10 years ago, and it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'd like to go back. I know we have the, the St. Francis de Sales Oratory and a couple other places that do Latin Mass here. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the oratory, that's where I go. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, I bet. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and it's great. But uh, it, it really... Uh, uh, it, it really like it, it really puts you into perspective like oh man this is just this is just so this is so beautiful and that's you know what it's funny going back to like saint patrick's day uh ireland that's how i always took ireland as it's so irish catholic like growing up and the stories that i would hear from my mother and then you know the stories that she passed down to me from from her mother and her parents and she actually visited ireland when she was younger and she visited family over there and it was very very catholic but in the last 20 years it's gone from like what 80 percent of the island attending mass to like what 13 percent. yeah it's, it's a uh... massive drop yeah, I mean, and that's across Europe in general, but especially Ireland. Ireland was like the first nation converted, first country converted. Mm -hmm. And as a, as a whole nation. Yeah, as a whole nation. Yeah, it's, a whole it's, nation. It's, it's, uh, it's very disheartening to see. But there has been a growing movement, uh, traditionalist movement, especially in the past two or three years, to start yeah. bring, you know, making Ireland great again, frankly. Yeah, there's a guy named like Niall McCullough or McCullough. I would just, uh, yeah. I, I wrote it down. Yeah. Ni yeah, Niall McConnell. Uh, McConnell. Yeah. So he actually messaged me on Facebook. Oh, no I was, shit. Uh, yeah, when I, when I had underground STL, I don't know how we got into it. I found him or he found me or something like that because I posted a an article that I wrote about an Irish uh, police officer here in St. Louis. And, huh. uh, and I called him like the Knight of the Nightstick. And, <laughs> Uh, yeah. And, and he, he messaged me and this and that, but then I started looking him up and I was like, oh, wow, he's really into it. 
And um, he he posted this video about they were allowing Muslims to do the Sharia prayer in churches. That, yeah. And yeah. the thing and people are like, well, they're 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 both, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, they're both they're both Abrahamic religions. And can't we all just get along? It's like they deny Christ's divinity they deny the holy trinity and there and there was people in this movement and they were saying this that blah 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 and they were arguing with um with other catholics that were outside like more you know liberal catholics Mm -hmm. and they were like what just just stop being mean guys and i really don't think they understood the gravity of it and those are the same people that don't see the real presidents uh presidents presence (laughs) of of christ in the eucharist so which is exactly why it's so um disrespectful because in the sanctuary that christ is present in the tabernacle mm-hmm. and to be praying to you know yeah exactly they de- they deny the divinity of christ so for them to do their islamic prayers and the whole country is pretty much like the rest of europe being overrun by uh middle eastern immigrants refugees yeah. well and, okay uh, so so vil yeah. vil said uh, uh which religious sect is inviting the most migrants into ireland catholics or protestants i i don't, I don't know that honestly i don't know i don't know uh, but i would guess i would guess a lot of catholics are. i mean I, ireland has a lot more catholics i would say but, i would say that catholics that catholics are i think it's like more like liberal liberal irish that that were raised catholic um yeah that's that's an important distinction um practicing versus you know raised mm-hmm. like if you're a practicing catholic and like I said, like um, the movement, uh, this nationalist movement is growing each year in Ireland. I think just in 2023 alone, they've had 64 major like anti-immigration traditionalist rallies, anti-abortion rallies in Ireland, which is causing a bit of a, a rift with the EU. They're really oh, concerned. Wow. They, yeah, they're concerned that I, I just read an article from like Euro News about the the frightening right-wing movement happening in Ireland. Yeah. And what it all it is is trying to bring Ireland back to Christ. I mean, it's it's an incredibly secular nation now. Yeah. Well, they're the first nation that that voted in abortion mm-hmm. right, as a whole. Yeah. No nation has done that. Their governments have, but the people themselves has as uh in, influ- uh voted it in. Uh we got Fatenzo uh all good. I'm not allowed to exist on the internet. Will not really answer the question. Don't yell at me, Bill. This is not the Bill Nomerly show. This is underground. He's always, got, he's always got to do that. He's always got to yell, man. It's just I'm just going to say Protestants because. <laughs> <laughs> just blame the Protestants. Yeah, the ones it's, drink Bush it's Anglicans. Yeah. Uh, I thought Genghis, uh, they're just they're just having fun in the chat. Rumble is blowing up. YouTube, not so much. We got two watching on YouTube. Uh, Rumble's where it's at, man. Rumble is where it's at. Uh, okay, so what do you th- we're going we're gonna to talk about Harry Potter here okay because you and i probably like what a month ago two months ago we had a we had like what a two-hour conversation on the phone yeah yeah we did we talked about like just all this stuff and we ended up talking about uh you know being uh raised catholic and uh and and harry potter and how harry potter because i was a huge harry potter fan when i was and you were too and how harry potter is evil how we're how we're looking at it now is evil. But before we do that, uh, I want to plug this. I have a show 
that I'm hosting coming up. You're going to make this. You're going to make this. It is Beyond FM's STL Showcase. It's Saturday, April 8th, $10 at the Blueberry Hill Duck Room. That's where Chuck Berry used to play. And uh, doors open at 7. We got the 45 inner outlines, modern angst. And uh, we actually have a music video of uh, the 45. So since this is St. Patrick's Day and everybody's going to be out there drinking, we hope you're drinking safe and responsibly. And you might need somebody to roll you home. And this is going to bring us to our featured music tonight. Roll me home by the 45 guys. Stick around. We got Carl and myself talking Harry Potter being evil. Baby, make like I do with the punches and roll me
guys. What All right. That was the 45. Catch them Saturday, April 8th with me hosting. Carl, are you going to be there? Oh, yeah. April 8th, I was going to be there. Yeah. That was the like. Yeah, I'll have to check my uh, my schedule there. That was. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, right. sure bud. <laughs> have you met those guys before at Diamond? Uh, I don't think so. No, I've only been to Diamond once. Okay, I right. no. And when you, I won that comedy, won a, yes, you won a comedy uh, stand up. Uh, that you you did have the best joke of that whole group. But the funny thing was, was you, you and Mike were the only ones that stuck around. Like the rest yeah. of the, the rest of the uh, open micers, they're like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta go." Uh, I got work in the morning. And I they guess they knew up. that they bombed, so they left. Yeah, I get, yeah, they, they didn't want to stick around and get the prize. But how much did you, uh, how much did you get paid? You got like paid like fifty bucks, right? Yeah, you got fifty bucks, which was nice. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, you told you told a joke, and it had it wasn't making fun of veterans, but it had like veterans in it. <laughs> it was, it was, it was gently ribbing the veteran community. <laughs> so the funny thing was, was there, there was a table of all veterans there and they had been there since the start of the whole showcase. And, uh, and they were just sticking around to hear the open micers. And the one guy like was like taking off his jacket, like trying to fight or something like that. Like, I didn't even see that with all the lights on the stage. I didn't notice, but I would have made fun of him too. That's, you know, <laughs> that was great. I, I was just sitting down and we were just like, uh, we were just like, oh yeah, Carl. But the funny thing is, is you came up there so innocently and everybody's <laughs> like, how can you be mad at Carl? Like, uh, like Lauren Peterson, this other comic, she was like, she was like, She's like, he is so cute. I am. It's, it's baby face helps. You know, I get away with a lot. You're like, uh, you're like Neville Longbottom now. Oh, know? oh, a nice transition there. I like that. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So that's what I'm here for. Babe. All right. Harry Potter. Is it evil? What's your take? So I don't think it's explicitly evil. Okay. But I do think it, uh, if you read it, if you're watching it, in the wrong state of mind or the wrong context, it can kind of open open the door for uh, unwanted entities, spirits to kind of come in too. Um, yeah. Like Father Vincent Lamper, the exorcist for the uh, Archdiocese of Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah. Said that uh, you know, ec- you know, p- full on demonic possessions are rare. They're not as rare as you would think, but they all start from someone opening the door, you know, never let the devil, the evil one grab a foothold because once he's in your ear persuading you, you know, and, yeah. and the, the devil is never going to be forthright with his agenda. He's going to deceive you and have you rely on your own judgment and your own heart instead of relying on the word of God. So yeah, I think, um, Harry Potter, I don't think J.K. Rowling is some crypto-Satanist who set out to write these books to corrupt the the youths of the West and the world, but I do think that uh, maybe not the best choice when it comes to children's literature. Yeah, I... We we got uh we got Rammer Butthole on on uh, Rumble. Oh, I know him. (laughs) He says, Harry Potter is fake and gay. And he spelled gay, G-H-E-Y. 
Uh, <laughs> we have Vil. Vil normally says, I think it's explicitly boring. Couldn't make it past the first half of the second movie. Uh, I'm, I'm sure young children find it to be great. Yeah, I I think J.K. Rowling, I'm going to go with your point. I don't think that she was trying to make it. Right. Evil or, or, you know, she was like, I'm going to just turn so many people to Satan with this. But I do think that she was touching on something that a whole bunch of uh, of of people relate to. And it was the archetypal story. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. uh, the hero is is has an unnatural birth goes away is away from his parents parents are dead you know grows up not really knowing who he is finds out who he is and then basically claims his rightful place in the kingdom or whatever in this case hogwarts in the wizarding world and uh and and he has to face the big bad the big evil that has been you know haunting him since he was a child um that she tapped into that that that's nothing new she has taken that from other um from from you know other stories you know people that done that have done it before her yeah it just, a... just came up with this this wizarding world right and you know a lot of it was latin a lot of it was taken from celtic mythology saint patrick's day irish uh and and all that type of stuff so uh yeah i don't think it's explicitly evil but here's the thing all the kids that were out there that were with the wands because i was one of those kids putting the, the scar on your head having the wand casting spells doing this it's opening up that door and i i mean some kids you know when they play make-believe they i mean they they make-believe die hard dies hard with some kids look at the transgender community <laughs> I mean, it's like one of those things uh but yeah man it's uh it's it's crazy i think it can i think it can definitely lead to the demonic and there's some kids that and vincent Lamp, father vincent lampert said this there's some kids that know harry potter more than they do the gospels exactly and wow. um another another point is when like i don't think that besides very young children most people reading harry potter realize that it's fiction so when they read the miracles of the Gospels, a lot of times, I feel like there might be an inclination to believe that the works of Jesus Christ are also fiction and kind of, you know, desensitizing younger people to the existence of miracles and, and the divine. You know, they kind of just lump it, oh, it's just, you know, another Harry Potter story. It's just fiction. Yeah. It's make-believe. But there's a clear distinction. Fiction, like Harry Potter is literature. It's written for children. It's fiction. The Gospels are divinely inspired, transcribed by humans, mm-hmm. but the Word of God. So. Yeah, I, it reminds me of uh, that. So, did you, did you ever watch that '70s show when it was on? Uh, not when it was on. I'm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know that's true. That's true. You're younger. I'm going to date myself. I'm 23, <laughs> but I have watched. I have watched that '70s show. So there was, um, <laughs> uh, there is this episode and father Dave is, is over pastor Dave or is over and, and, uh, and he says, Oh yeah, Jesus, you know, Jesus is kind of like you, you know, instead of saying a, you know, or like kind of like Fonzie, instead of saying a Jesus is a men and, <laughs> and Hyde goes, yeah, but, uh, could Jesus start a jukebox just by hitting it? <laughs> and, and then Eric goes, did Jesus ever water ski over a shark? And I, you know, it's all, it's all in good fun and stuff like that. But, uh, I think that a lot of, um, kids, they, they look at Harry Potter as they, they take that more seriously. You know, the, you know, well, Harry Potter. And, and if you, if you look at it, Harry Potter, 
he rose from the dead yeah. in, the, in the seventh uh, book, the resurrection stone, right? He came back. He, you know what I'm saying? It's almost yeah, like, no, yeah. it's like a bastardization of a Christ like figure. Right. Um, and I, I think uh, when it came about and bringing witchcraft and wizardry to the forefront of not just American society, but British society, Western civilization, bringing uh, witchcraft and wizardry to the forefront in the early 2000s when the Catholic Church and Christianity was on decline. And it was also the, the same uptick of the atheistic movement. The, right. athe the atheistic movement was in in an uptick and everything. And then I, I don't think that it uh, it helped out Christianity at all. No, and um, I think another thing that another negative influence that Harry Potter has is I think it's contributing to the fact that there are so many millennials who just refuse to grow up yeah. and face the world. They just revert back into like their middle school days reading Harry Potter or running around Orlando, Florida with their robes. It's like 90 degrees in Florida in the summertime and you have these You're people, you know, golden snitch. You, yeah, you yeah. people dressed up at the Harry Potter world in full like wool uh, cloaks and wool vests. I'm like, we're not, yeah. we're not in the Highlands of Scotland at Hogwarts. <laughs> we're yeah, in yeah. Florida in July. Yeah. So I think I think it it taught kids spiritualism. And yeah. I think when when times get tough now, they revert back to spiritualism. That's why you you see um, astrology becoming mm -hmm. so, you know, zodiac signs and this and that becoming so prevalent. Tarot cards are becoming so prevalent now. Uh, and and uh, uh, stones like uh, the, you know, the, the crystals or crystals or whatever, yeah. you know, like I, I was I was dating this girl and uh, she was uh, she was like asking me like about my St. Michael medal. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's St. Michael. He, he cast Satan out of paradise. And and she goes, that's weird. And I go, well, what 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 are you wearing? And she goes, oh, this is my mood crystal. It 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 gathers up all the negative energy. And then when it's full, it breaks and I have to get a new one. And I'm like, it looks like something you got at the gift shop of the science museum. It's like a freaking crack rock, Carl. That's what it <laughs> so looks the, like. I, one, of those, one of those little rocks you get from the cracker barrel. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, the crap. Fill up the little crack, pouch of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh. But yeah, another man. thing, it's it, it, it kind of like the whole Harry Potter adults reminds me of the Disney adults who they don't have any children, but they're taking like three trips to Disney a year. They're they're getting married at Disney. They've made careers in, out of vlogging their trips to Disney. And yeah. most of these people don't have kids. I'm like, that's... Girls my age are dressing up like Elsa. And I'm like, <sighs> that movie did not come out when we were kids. No, it came out when right? it didn't come out yeah. when I was a kid either. No. And <laughs> and girls girls my age are singing the song and they're dressing up like Elsa and it's like grow the fuck up. <laughs> you know, yeah. part of part of my language, but grow the fuck up. And that that's the thing. Like like I love Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings has some adult mature a lot of adult mature themes. Right. I would say that Lord of the Rings was always meant for adults. Whereas Harry Potter is a children's book, ultimately. Yeah, you know, and Lord of the Rings is is fantasy, but I do think it um, it can be applied more easily to real life than Harry Potter or a Disney princess movie can. Yeah, there are real lessons in both the Hobbit and uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. People actually die. You know, yeah. like people people die in Harry Potter, but you know, not like maybe like one every like three books. 
and then and then a bunch of people at the end but it was the characters that we didn't care about anyway so yeah. you know like it was uh it, yeah it's just uh it's just so it's it's crazy but uh yeah so let's uh let's move in so so harry potter i think not not ultimately evil right but it it can lead to stuff that turns you away from christ uh all right so <laughs> uh we uh i wish i could date myself i'd make a cute couple from vil nomerly where would you take yourself on a date from ck a lot of a lot of um dating comments going wow. on so when we talk about like girls that um or, or just people our age that are still into disney still into harry potter like haven't really grown up this and that but pokemon's another one yeah. how many how many people did you know that downloaded that pokemon go game and you're like you're a grown-ass man what the fuck are you doing yeah, my my pit my pidgeotto is on level whatever like to be fair i downloaded it but i was in high school so i think i get a pass oh yeah yeah, yeah well, that's, <laughs> true. that's true but um what, what's the dating scene like so you're 23 i'm right. 30 so what's the dating scene like as is a as a devout catholic 23 no time for bullshit carl exactly what's dating what's the dating scene like for you scene i like? think i think the whole concept of dating is in the modern world is kind of a sham to be honest oh yeah i think it leads to uh more pain than it does good i, I prefer the idea of like a traditional courtship which yeah that sounds really old-fashioned because it is Okay. But just, just yeah. get laid, bro. Exactly. I think I think I think being like a, a a bro that just wants to just wants to bed as many women. I feel feel like that's kind of gay. Oh you yeah. Know? Oh yeah. yeah. And I was in I was in a fraternity in college. Don't get me wrong. That was the culture. It right. was there were guys that were like, "Hey, I I just I just got to get it in tonight. I just I just I just I just have to have sex tonight. It did it yeah. didn't matter with who. It was just. Were you having sex tonight? And that it was almost like it was actually almost like a hierarchy in the fraternity itself. How disgusting you were, but mm -hmm. it was put up on a pedestal. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, I think for uh, guys my age now, I think there's a lot of people, me especially, that are starting to demand more from potential partners or spouses. Um, and I like, never like make you a sandwich. Yes, one of one of many things. Like, but um, like a lot of you know females have been told, uh, given this uh, false sense of importance and unearned confidence, where they think I don't need to do this, that, and the other. I am a queen, slay, zig zig ah. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just. Yeah, I just released a TikTok about this, and it was me on another podcast, and I was saying, do you know how many women I've met that can't cook? Yeah. So it's like you're you're not you don't want to cook for me, you know. You don't want to you don't want to like stay home with the kids. You yeah. don't want to you know what I'm saying? You you, you want me to handle you. And it just it just goes on and on and on. It's like what are you bringing to this? Right. And they don't they don't have the self-awareness a lot of them to realize that um there's room for improvement in everyone. You know, they mm -hmm. just see themselves as you know, like, oh, you should, you should be like honored to have the, like the privilege to go out with me. But, um, I turn them away. I, I, uh, I'm quite mean to women in public. Yeah. <laughs> Bars. 
not like not cruel, but I just I, I, uh, I know I know what you're talking about. I've seen I've seen you with girls in public. Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, I mean, you just slap them a little bit, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> open hand, open hand. Rule you know? of thumb, rule of uh, thumb, you know. I make sure I don't have any like jewelry on or anything before I, you know. <laughs> yeah, Carl, big Carl, big pimp and lamb. Uh, yeah, no, no, I know what you, I know what you're saying. You're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna cater to them, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not putting know, up with it just for no reason. Yeah, and that's that's the thing, and I think. And I think that's I think that's what it is. There needs to be a give and take relationship. If, exactly. if they're already looking at themselves as isn't it funny? They they were saying like, oh, we don't want to be treated like trophy wives. We don't want to be treated like trophy wives. But that's exactly what modern women want. They yeah. want they 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 think that they're the trophy. Yeah, like, like women women our age, like in their twenties, early thirties, they think right. that they're the trophy. Yeah, the, the media and society have kind of like stroked their egos for too long now, and. Yeah, and and the crazy thing is, is like the 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 girls that don't think that way, the girls that want to be very traditional, that want to be conservative, that that want to be, and I'm not saying like just bow, you know, bowing down to the man and just be, you know, daddy, I'll do whatever you want. But the but the girls that actually want a traditional relationship, uh, with a man, they're silenced. They're afraid to speak out because yeah. these these women that that are going, ah, oh, yeah. And I just, I'm a queen. I, you know, you're, you're, you, can you handle me? Can you handle me? You know, I'm not, I'm going to, yeah. I'm always going to be with my girlfriends, you know, uh, they're, they're just so toxic that these, that the other girls don't just don't want to deal with it. Also, um, women, if like, when you start dating women, you should probably separate them. You should put a wedge between them and their friends. Cause their friends are terrible. Any mistake that you make, they're going to be like, they're like, mm mm he's 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 not worth it you know you need to you need to dump his ass you can do so much better at the slightest thing but but when they get a man yeah. they'll, they'll buy buy yep. you know, yeah. they just want you they just want you to be miserable with them exactly and that's what and men men are different in that ways men we don't care too much like right. you know, men, men 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 aren't talking about feelings and relationships a lot of the time you know, we're, we're, we're just kind of like, Hey, you know, this, that ball. Like I was, I was talking to my, uh, my buddy today and he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, you know, my girlfriend's uh, eyeing me to get off the phone with you. And I go bros before hoes. <laughs> and he goes, Sam said bros before hoes. And then I heard her like snap in the background and he goes, Oh shit. And I go, did she, did she go off on you? He's like, yeah, I go, all right, man, I'll let you go. You know, like ultimately like, it's okay. Like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm like, <laughs> bagpipes start playing for him but uh yeah dude yeah it's it's uh it's crazy man it's crazy i i've uh i've gotten a lot of women that i've said like i've been out not a lot but like i've been out on dates with a few and i tell them they're like you want to come back to my place or something like that and i'm like no i'm like i'm like if you asked me if you asked me like a year or two ago yeah but now I'm like, now nah, I'm trying to t turn over a new leaf. And I, and I say that without like getting like too religious about it, but, um, they get, they get pissed off. And the, the one, one legit told me, she goes, that made me feel like crap. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I still went on. Were you going to feel, were you going to feel so much better if this was in if I just, a white if I just stand? You? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, never, never talk to you again. Would you really feel that much better? Exactly. Might temporarily mask the pain, but then. Uh, when you come down from that high, you realize what a what a disgusting thing you've done is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's horrible. But uh, 
Well, you know, let's, uh, I think we should give thanks to God and hope that he uh, sets us on the right path and has us fight. Would you like to praise the Lord with me, Carl? Yeah. Do you, you mind if I testify real quick? Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Is it playing? Come on. Oh, it's not going. There you go. Uh, I, we need to get that guy on the show, man. We need he, he's great. I hope he's doing well. I hope uh, I hope someone gave him a dollar or something. <laughs> I mean, that's like worth at least a nickel. I, I would, you know, yeah. Okay, have you seen, uh, I, maybe it's just in my area, have you seen these people walking around with purple shirts on, handing out flyers like on medians and at, uh, and at crosswalks and intersections? And it's like they're, they're handing out flyers for Jesus, but it's like a bunch of like drug addicts, sex addicts. Oh, huh. No, I, I have seen like a, like a group in high vis, like construction green shirts. Like this right one, I mean, it could, they could have different colors. The ones okay, that yeah. are a bunch of purple. Maybe we should get the purple ones to fight the green ones. <laughs> <laughs> a turf war. Yeah. But uh, yeah, somebody told me that it's a scam. And yeah, it's they're collecting money. Yeah, yeah, they're collecting money, and then they're handing out like Tootsie Rolls from like five years ago, you know, that they just found. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, they they uh, came up to me. I, th I guess maybe like six months ago, in the inner like the light was green, and they just started walking through the cars. I'm like, get out of my way! Yeah, and I had my window down, and this lady, I'm like, I'm pulling up, and she comes up to my window, and I just. I just took the sticky coins from my cup holder and dropped them out the window. <laughs> Here you can have my, you can have my. I think there might be a cough drop in there too for you. Yeah, man. I did. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it, man. I, I don't. I don't like to give on the street anymore. I I used to, but I think a lot of people they do it and they're they're just doing it to make themselves feel better, and they don't really think about like you're you're probably just perpetuating this guy's addiction. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's it's crazy. So, what are you gonna do for St. Patrick's Day? I don't know. I'm probably gonna head up to the bar. The I bar. decided yet. The bar. If, you might be there, possibly. Uh on St. Patrick's Day for Friday. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I'll. Uh, uh, so Friday's the only day that I'm drinking during Lent. Nice. So I've went what north of twenty days now. I lost count without yeah. drinking. So that's what I gave up for Lent, except for on St. Patrick's Day. It's a feast day. You get a you get a pardon for that. But uh um yeah, also, yeah. Uh, Friday, Bishop, Friday night's gonna be crazy. Archbishop Rosansky uh issued a dispensation. You can eat meat this coming Friday. Nice, nice, so nice. Get some corned beef and some corned cabbage. Corned beef, cabbage, yeah. Uh what do you put on your corned beef? Do you dip it in anything? Put it uh in I don't really dip it, but like Dijon, Dijon mustard or horseradish, yeah. Horseradish, yeah. I like, I like yeah. horseradish. I never used to like horseradish, and then I started, and I'm like, man, it's got some kick to it, you know. No, it's it's very recent for me too. Um, yeah, yeah. Me and Mike, we have a friend up in Wisconsin who sent us down some horseradish sauce from Wisconsin. It's the spiciest thing ever, oh, but yeah. it's not. It's like the horseradish, so it, it doesn't have the capsaicin that like peppers do. So the heat doesn't linger. It's mm. just like really intense, gets your sinuses going, and then it's over with. It's great for cold and flu season. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, 
It's it's great. I I love I love Guinness. I, I I'll drink Guinness mm. beer. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm gonna go. Oh to yeah, car car bombs. Yeah, no, not car bombs. Oh gosh, that's me to commit suicide with car bombs, man. Like I I'm not I'm not a chugger at all. Yeah. Uh, like I was joking around. Like I'd make a horrible gay guy because if you watch me chug anything, it's just. <laughs> or maybe maybe I I don't know maybe I would. But uh, yeah, no, dude, it's uh, uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you want to make your family uh, think that you have a addiction to alcohol? Order a car bomb at Annie Guns, <laughs> really nice restaurant. <laughs> See what happens. Where's Annie have, Guns? At? It's right in Chesterfield. Super expensive restaurant. Is it like, off forty? Yeah. Like uh-huh. okay, all right, maybe that's why I know the name because I've seen it before. Yeah, really uh, great St. Louis restaurant. Very expensive. You know, wearing like a a suit, like a, a dinner jacket, and just yeah. order an Irish car bomb because that's what I did. Nice, nice. Well, that yeah, that all. What, what is what is it? It's Jameson Bailey's and get half a pint of Guinness, and you just drop it in. Drop it so in. I, I drop it in. Drop it. You can't pour it because no. like the the pouring does something with the uh, the Bailey's, right? It'll it'll curdle faster if you try to pour it. Ah, yeah. And you don't want that, so. Yeah, just drop it in there and get get Guinness all over their nice white tablecloth. Dude, I did an Irish car bomb at uh at uh Peppers in South City right after I just got done eating a whole pizza. Oh no. Now that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, that was just... dairy plus carbs on carbs. That's uh, uh, like, oh my body hated me after that, man. And it was like it was bought for me. It's not like I ordered it. Right. Yeah, you know, it was it was bought for me, but man, oh man, yeah, Saint Saint Patrick's Day is gonna be gonna be great. Um, but yeah, yeah, man, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, come on down, uh, come on down to the area, come up to uh, come up to the 09 Pub. I'll be there. We'll be mm-hmm. we'll be other places. Cusimanos. Yeah, I'll probably there. I'll probably hit up Cusimanos sometime. Yeah, Cusimanos is good during uh, you know the because it's right by Dogtown. It's it's yeah. right on the border of Maplewood and Dogtown. Uh. Yeah, it's um, it's great at, at the O nine pub where I uh, where I bartend at. We just uh, we just lost a regular, and here's you ready for an Irish name? Thomas Hughes, Tommy Hughes, Tommy and, Hughes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So God God rest his soul. Uh, but we lost him. But it'll be uh, it, you know the the past week or so has been really really his uh his wake was tonight, couldn't make it. Funeral is tomorrow, but um. It's it's been really tough on everybody, so I think everybody's gonna hopefully let go on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. You know, pour one out for him. Yeah, absolutely. And and instead of it being you know the morning stage being like you know the celebration of life stage type mm-hmm. stuff, because there there needs to be mourning. I, right. I don't like it when people don't have mourning for somebody That's, when they just uh, go right into celebration of life. You need mourning because it does hurt. Yeah, I feel like right. if you just go into the celebration of life stage, you're lying to yourself. Well, also you're repressing that. And that's yeah. going to come back to bite you. It could have come back like years down the line. Right. And you exactly. feel guilt like, my man, why wasn't I sad? You know, why did I immediately jump into the partying and the celebration? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, they do it because they, they don't want to confront. Right. And they, they want to mask the pain, which is understandable. But in the long run, it's not good. It's not good for you at all. Not good. But it's not good. Uh, well, Carl. Hey, man. Thanks for coming on. Underground. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. What'd you think? Do we, we we got pretty Irish with it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got we got I actually just got this flag behind me in the mail today. 
I was gonna. I see the folds. I yeah, see exactly. The folds, so I was. I was gonna ask about that. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Aaron Gobra. Yeah. Ireland forever. Ireland forever. I love in uh in Boondock Saints where uh uh the uh the Italians they see the guy with uh and, and they go Aaron Gobrag. What the fuck is that? And the guy goes, "It's Irish for your fucked," and they just start shooting at him. That movie is so sacrilegious, but it is entertaining. It really is. It really is entertaining. It's a great movie. It's got some. It's got some good lines in it. You know, I like. I like it when he goes, "Keep the faith, man." In prison, and the guy goes, "Yeah, blow me." He goes, "All right." <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. Toy all right well carl happy saint patrick's day everybody watching on rumble youtube and facebook happy saint patrick's day rumble was in the zone tonight so murder the media on rumble thank you so much that's where you can check out underground america you can also follow us uh on facebook and youtube also wherever you listen to uh, podcasts spotify google iHeartRadio, apple all that type of stuff we are everywhere Guys, this is Underground America signing out. And after all, we go deep. Crap, I hit the wrong one. Deep. I used to love podcasting, but I got out of it because everybody and their mother has podcasts. Ever since I stopped podcasting, I've moved out. I moved back into my parents' house. I'm in my parents' basement, and I'm doing a podcast. I'm also a struggling comedian. So, you know, a struggling comedian doing a podcast from his parents' basement, it's like unheard of. It's No one's ever done it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy. So I feel like...